When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the Beaver Sports Podcast, presented by the Fearless Campaign in partnership with Toyota. Here are your hosts, Mike Parker and John Warren. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the OSU Beaver Sports Podcast. I'm John Warren. Joined by Mike Parker. Today, our guest is Greg Dalby, who was recently named Oregon State's newest head coach, head coach of the Oregon State men's soccer program. And we'll talk with uh, Coach Dalby coming up, brought to you in part by Fearless, in partnership with Toyota. In honor of current, past, and future female role models and OSU student athletes, we're excited to announce a new initiative Fearless, Women of Oregon State Athletics. Fearless recognizes the excellence of our female student-athletes, educates our community about the many ways OSU Athletics and our women's programs have redefined excellence in women's sports and encourages Beavers everywhere to give to the future of women's athletics at OSU. To learn more, go to OurBeaverNation.com Fearless. And thank you to Toyota for helping bring this sponsorship of Fearless to life. And OSU Beavers Mobile. Presented by your local Toyota dealers, available now for free in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store, allowing you to manage all of your game day ticket needs. That includes purchase and entry. You can use the app to transfer tickets and for access to game day parking. Be sure to download OSU Beavers Mobile today. And a pleasure to get to meet for the first time. We look forward, we hope this is the first of a number of conversations through the years. Uh, we enjoyed many with Terry Boss and Scott Barnes and the Oregon State University Athletics Department staff has been canvassing the country, uh, seeking Terry's successor, and they have landed upon a young man who 
whose resume is very compelling, impressive, and I'm excited to welcome Coach Greg Dalby, the new men's soccer coach at Oregon State, to the Joe Beaver Show and get a sense of his excitement for the opportunity ahead of him as he comes back west. The young man who grew up in San Diego knows the territory well and is coming back to be the head coach of the Oregon State men's soccer program. Congratulations to Greg Dalby. Coach, thanks for taking time. And what are your thoughts about uh, getting this opportunity at Oregon State? Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I have, uh, it has been a wild 48 hours, <laughs> uh, really exciting for uh, my family and I, and um, just so excited and eager to get to Corvallis. And like any coach, just I, I really just want to get started uh, and, and meet the team and get to know them and, and get to work. Coach, tell us about the process. A wild 48 hours, yes, but when you learned of an opportunity here, if you don't mind kind of taking us through what, you know, how you went about applying, uh, the how the interview process went, how you felt you did and all of that, I mean, what, what, what was that whole process like for you? College soccer is is a pretty small world, and Division One college soccer is even smaller. I um, had the pleasure of knowing uh, Coach Boss for some time. We crossed paths with a, a former professional team we played with. Um, we actually did one of our coaching courses together many many years ago. Um, so we've known each other. We kept in touch. Um, some of his former assistants um, have come to Penn State, or one of his former assistants came to Penn State. So. I actually felt like I, I knew the program pretty well from the, the outside looking in and um, happy to see Terry move on to uh, Austin for him. And I know that's something that, that he was excited about and, uh, you know, that, that creates another uh, opportunity for somebody else. So just learning more about the program and um, the process of reaching me, reaching out to Oregon state and saying, you know, this, this is a, a very exciting opportunity. I would love to be considered and hear the reasons why. And, um, just kind of a, a couple week journey after that of meeting with the search committee. And, um, I actually had a, a, a wild journey getting to Corvallis. I came via Buenos Aires. I was out there recruiting. Um, so I flew straight, straight from Argentina to JFK to <laughs> Portland and, and down to Corvallis and, and had an awesome visit. First time I'd ever seen Corvallis and been on campus. And I was just so impressed and, and had a wonderful time and, um, felt like this this could be a, a great landing spot for me and, and kind of my beliefs and coaching philosophy. And uh, awesome. earlier, I'm just so excited yeah. and can't wait to be there. Um, yeah, that's interesting. You say you came from Buenos Aires, which would have been another question for us, and that is that Terry really yeah. went. He really went overseas to get a lot of players, and it seemed to work, as you noted, when he uh, took the uh, team, you know, to consecutive uh, NCAA tournaments in the Elite Eight a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah, it is becoming more and more of a trend in, um, I would say, Division Two and Division One college soccer, um, where we, we have such a unique system here where you can play at the highest level, um, you know, for your age, short of being a professional, and you can go to school. Um, in a lot of these other countries, it's one or the other. And I think, you know, young, young players are, are put in a really difficult situation where they have to make a, a big decision for their life and the future of their life. And so, to be able to offer both, I think you in, in the States and, and the way collegiate athletics are set up here, um, you have something wonderful to offer them. So you're acquiring a, uh, a really mature young man, um, an experienced player, sometimes a little bit older, um, but also somebody who's really appreciative and grateful for the opportunity. So I think in a lot of 
in a lot of um, respects, there's there's so much uh, to benefit from having players abroad, and and, and I also believe in, in having domestic players, and um, I believe in the American player, and, and so excited to see our country progress as a soccer nation. So. You know, that will be very much part of my plans in, in the roster composition. Going to take a quick timeout from our conversation with Greg Dalby here on the Beaver Sports Network. Brought to you by the Oregon State Alumni Association. Find your next mentor, career opportunity, glowing reference or introduction on the Oregon State University Beavers only networking platform, OSU Connections. Enhance your Beaver network and advance your career. Get started at OSU Connections. And, of course, each and every week, the Beaver Sports Podcast brought to you also by Benny's Buddies. We've partnered with your local Toyota dealers to create the first-ever official fan club for your favorite pet, Benny's Buddies. Each member gets an official social media filter, and Toyota and Oregon State will be giving away collars, leashes, treats, toys, and so much more. So sign up your pet today at osubeavers.com slash Benny's Buddies. Greg Dalby named the fifth head coach at Oregon State in the, the uh, men's soccer program following Terry Boss. It's cool that you guys know each other and are friends. Um, what do you see on this team? What he, he what he left behind? Because they seem to you know take maybe a slight dip this year from the elite eight year two years ago. But what's coming back? And and uh, you know what do you think of uh, what you're inheriting? A very good group, a very talented group. Um, you know, I think one of one of my jobs is to to come in and, and see what the immediate needs are to um, to evolve the group. Um, I think that's that's always important to to freshen the roster and um, make sure there's there's really healthy competition uh, in, in most positions. Um, you know, I, I my expectations and, and I believe the players' expectations are to be right. In, in that same conversation with, you know, pushing to get to a college cup every year. So um, excited to see them work with them and, and really continue a lot of what Terry did. New men's soccer coach, uh, Greg Dolby. Greg, I'm curious if you had thrown your hat in for other head coaching positions and, and gone through the same kind of process you just went through at Oregon state and what, I guess if you could kind of take, you know, look, take us behind the curtain a little bit, what that's like for you seeking a job of this stature and caliber and how you, you know, sort of went about the interview process and the plan you presented and all of that. Did you feel pretty good about it? Had you been through that process at all before? Yeah, I, I have, um, I think, uh, been close with, with a couple other jobs. Um, but I think in the process, you, you really just need to be yourself um, and present yourself. And you know, the last thing I want to do is, um, you know, present something and um, cast a vision for something that, that doesn't fit my experiences and doesn't fit what I'm comfortable doing and, and what I know will work. Um, so I, I, I use this in the recruiting process a lot is you're looking for a great fit in, uh, in having conversations with the search committee and, and my time on campus, being at an institution and department where you know they're passionate about education, student-athlete development, and winning. Uh, you know, the, the further I went along in the process, is like this. This is wonderful. Uh, this this couldn't be a, a better fit for me for uh, what I think you know Oregon State's looking for. So, I think in in any interview, you know, it's important to um, you know be able to articulate what it is you're planning on doing and, and what they want as well. And and, and I think in this case, it uh, it lined up really well. Coach, how different will it be? What kind of adjustments do you need to make you and your family 
to go from College Station way out east all the way over here to the Pacific Northwest? Whew, yeah, a lot of logistics. <laughs> um, i got a young family. Um, they are so excited to be, be a part of the Corvallis community. We've heard so many good things uh, within the department and then just the, the greater community there. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll be out there next week. Uh, my family will, will follow when, when the time is right with, you know, just schools and things like that. But, um, you know, I think that's, that's part of the coaching life and they're, um, they've embraced that. And, you know, this isn't the first move we've ever made. And, um, you know, it's just, just part of our profession and it's, it's a wonderful profession. So I think it's, um, you know, just flexibility and patience and understanding. And, uh, you know, as soon as they'll be out here, it'll be, it'll be wonderful. But in the meantime, you know, I, I can't wait to get there and, and get started. Greg Dalby joining us, uh, the new men's soccer coach at Oregon State. I mentioned, though, your West Coast roots, that you were born in Newport Beach. I didn't mention that, but you grew up in San Diego. Highway High School ended mm-hmm. up going to Notre Dame, so you've already made one big move from your roots to uh, the Notre Dame program. Was soccer your thing at a very young age, Greg? So I was a, a multi-sport athlete. I grew up the, the youngest of three. Um, and I look, I spent my whole childhood hustling, competing with my siblings and everything, um, but most of all sports. So, you know, in high school, I played basketball, ran track and field, dabbled with a little bit of volleyball, but ultimately soccer was, you know, I think what I was most passionate about. But the, the luxury of growing up in San Diego is you, you get to play sport year round. Um, and soccer has taken me so many places um, as, as, a, as a person and, and growing me up. But um, quite literally, as, as you mentioned, moving from uh, nice, pleasant San Diego to Southland, Indiana, which is a um, much different climate, uh, to living abroad in Belgium. Uh, I got to, to spend a year there in, in my career uh, as a professional and then several others in Charlotte and Denver playing Major League Soccer. So um, it's been fun traveling. It's, it's part of it. Um, but I am so excited to be to be back on the West Coast and be closer to family um, and, and be in a place that I think loves soccer. I mean, I think the the West Coast in general is consistent with producing good players because I think there's a wonderful culture and shared passion and love for for the game and the sport. And so I think any, anywhere you really go, you see you know club soccer, you see pickup games and. Um, it's so fun as a, you know, of course I'm a soccer coach, but I'm first and foremost a big soccer fan. So to to see the sport growing and and especially out west is um, is really exciting for me to be back out here. And did you're aware of and sensed and Coach Boss maybe even told you, but the crowds at Lorenz Field and the the fever pitch about coming to the matches. Were you aware of that? Do you sense that you can see the support here at Oregon State? Yeah, I, I've seen plenty of video. Um, you know, we actually played. Um, Coach Boss in 2018, um, and that they came out to us. But in, in the scouting process, you know, just seeing the atmosphere, and, and it's not quite the same when you see it on video. But um, I can't wait to experience it myself. But I've I've heard wonderful things. Like I said, I've seen on video, and I've spoken to other coaches in the Pac-12 who, um, you know, who who have uh, shared that it's it's exciting. It's um, so supportive of the student athletes and, and the program. Last thing from me, I can't speak for Mike, but I played soccer as a little kid. I watched it a little bit. I do not know the nuances outside of Ted Lasso. But <laughs> what style of play? Is it pressing? Is it physical? Is it, uh, I mean, how, how would you describe what, what people can expect after you get your program going for after a year or two? Yeah, uh, you know, I think Coach Boss did an amazing job branding Oregon State with a very distinct, attractive 
style of play. I think it's important that the players believe in what they're doing. So players um, love having the ball. And so I think being able to attack our opposition um, with and without the ball is the easiest way to describe it. So when we don't have a ball, have the ball, I think it's important that we are um, collective, but also pretty assertive in our posture and wanting to regain the ball. And, and with the ball, I think it's, it's trying to, to unbalance the opposition with, you know, um, moving the ball quickly, um, yanking them around with great ball circulation and trying to unbalance them and their defensive structure to then ultimately, you know, get to goal and, and make the game so uncomfortable for your opposition and what you're doing to them with the ball. So I think, you know, again, like I said, it's uh, attack without that width and without the ball. And, and I think that is, fun for the fans it's fun for the community and, and most of all and most importantly it's it's really fun for the players i haven't coached too many players that don't love um doing that with uh with the ball and without the ball final thing and and then and we mean this you're going to hear final thing four or five times and we'll keep going but we really appreciate your time coach but i was curious in looking at your biography that when you came out after being a two-time All-America, first-team All-America at Notre Dame, a team captain for the Fighting Irish 05 and 06, chosen in the 2007 MLS Super Draft, but chose to go to Europe instead to begin your pro career. I don't know much, you know, anything about that decision on your part, but did you? what was it that kind of led you to go abroad rather than cast your lot immediately in the MLS? Yeah, it's... Uh, a lifelong dream uh, as a young player to play abroad, to play in Europe, to play where the the best soccer in the world is played. And and I was determined to, to chase my dreams. And um, like, I think a lot of people who who grow up having gone through something that was was difficult, it it ended up being different than what I had thought harder than, than I had expected. Um, But now, uh, you know, as a coach, I think it's um, it's given me an unbelievable amount of empathy for for players who come to, to the United States to play and and just the level of discomfort it is to be in a country that doesn't speak your language mm-hmm. to function and live life and you know for for a lot of the student athletes that are coming from abroad to to go to class and study in a language that is not their first language so um, while it was um, different than I'd expected at the time I mean long story short I went to Belgium and and didn't really break into the team and, and came back to, to play major league soccer after that. But it was difficult, but also now, um, you know, having come out the other side of it, you realize the benefits of kind of going through a struggle and going through, uh, you know, a time in your life where, you know, the thing you loved and the sport you had around you wasn't, wasn't That'll wrap there, things up for this edition of the Beaver Sports um, Podcast brought to you, you in so, part by um, Oregon so State's E-Campus. When former Beaver football player Zach Harris wanted to boost his career, um, he you know, returned to OSU, but, but he did so online to earn his public USL health master's degree. Take your next step at um, ecampus.oregonstate.edu. Um, we'll do it again, again next week, everybody, with another edition of the, of the Beaver Sports Podcast. Here to Corvallis and Oregon State, and we're excited for you, Coach, and congratulations to you. Thanks for making time for us. We look forward, as I said, to, to more conversations down the road as you build your own program here at We really appreciate you taking time for us today. And again, congratulations from all of us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Um, Looking forward to to getting to Corvallis and um, I'd love to to be back. Thanks a lot, Coach. That's Greg Dalby joining us, the new men's soccer coach. Sounds like a good dude. Yeah.
Oregon State and BECU have teamed up to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX this year. The campaign focuses on celebrating the great stories of many of the women student-athletes at Oregon State through the decades. To hear these stories, visit osubeavers.com. That'll wrap things up for this edition of the Beaver Sports Podcast, brought to you in part by Oregon State's eCampus. When former Beaver football player Zach Harris wanted to boost his career, he returned to OSU, but he did so online to earn his public health master's degree. Take your next step at ecampus.oregonstate.edu. We'll do it again next week, everybody, with another edition of the Beaver Sports Podcast. This has been the Beaver Sports Podcast, presented by the Fearless Campaign in partnership with Toyota. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Beaver Sports Network.